Hello and welcome to the Navy Blue Corner. I'm Ian, joined as always by my good mate, Lockie. And round two is almost upon us. Can the Blues bounce back from a disappointing performance in round one, even though we did get some points out of it? Um, and get mm-hmm. our first win of the season. Let's get it done against the Catters. Lockie, how are you feeling? Are you feeling any better about all things Carlton? Having, oh. I guess, spent the last few days just being able to digest things throughout the week. Are you feeling any better? Oh, of course, mate. You know how our therapy sessions are. Ooh. The amount of podcasts I've gone into over the past three years, just miserable at the start. And then we, you know, we click end recording yeah. and it's like, oh, I feel good again. We're mm. back. So, yeah, we're back. I think so. It's half the frustration as well was just, I just want to talk about that episode, get it out of the way, push it off and just move into the next one. Well and truly ready to get positive and try Mm -hmm. to hopefully see a Carlton win this week. And we'll obviously get into the team changes very soon, but we need to discuss Mm -hmm. the game at hand first. Our clash against Geelong, broadly speaking, Lockie, what do Mm. you want to see from this game? (laughs) Broadly speaking, what I want to say... Well, we we identified some pretty specific areas last week. I think that we didn't yeah. like. Um, so improvement there. Yep. S- some that. some better structure coming out of defense. Mm. Some better entry going forward. Mm. And those forwards that aren't named Charles and Harry do something. Yeah. Oh, oh, exactly. <laughs> like we we pretty much like went through everything so specifically in that round one match review. So I don't want to touch over yeah. every single thing. So that's why I said broadly speaking. And for me, it's very similar. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, you, you did exactly what I asked for. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> but no, what I want to see is I just want to see something that gets me excited for the rest of the season. That was the cool. disappointing part of round one. I didn't take a look, take anything away from that game going, oh man, this worked and this worked and that. That round one buzz, you've missed footy for so long, you finally get it. When you're left a little disappointed, you just want to see some spark, something to, to look forward to. And obviously the win would be ideal. It'd be absolutely beautiful. But worst case scenario, which is not something we want. We don't want to be the honorable losses thing. I'm not getting into that. But mm-hmm. if I at least am able to see so many tangible things, then I'm going, okay, we can build on this. We can get into the season. There's enough to work with. I think I'll be at least pleased enough. Um, But yes, as I said, we went into detail in our Richmond match review about all the areas that we need improving. So we don't need to discuss them massively here. We don't need to spend hours on it. But Mark DT on Twitter asked a great question that I'd love to discuss. And You stole it from me. Of course, mate. I get in there quick. I get the I get the good ones, and uh, I leave you with still, still the good ones because <laughs> none of them are bad. Uh, but if you want to get into contact with us at any time, follow us on our socials at Navy Blue Corner. Mm-hmm. We're very active on Twitter, which is where we ask yeah. most of the questions and discuss probably the most on there. Also on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, want to support us, make sure you never miss an episode. Then follow us on your preferred streaming service. Give us a review. It's five stars. We'll read it out on the podcast, and I'll be sure with that. And if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. It helps us know who's enjoying the content. And Give us a like or drop us a comment. Give us your thoughts throughout this episode with everything we've discussed. Let us know your thoughts on team changes, all of that fun stuff. But that is my little long preamble. Let's get that out of the way. Question from Mark DT on Twitter was, so three main areas to improve from round one. Which of the three do you see as priority to win the game? One, defensive 50 exits. Two, forward 50 craft. Or three, winning center clearances. 
it's such it's such a good question mm. and you could take it in so many different directions yeah so and there's like a pretty reasonable chance oh. that you and i'll disagree so that's good too. there's a fence sit coming i feel it it's actually not a fence sit. i'm gonna give an answer i'm gonna go with winning center clearance okay originally when i read it i was like i think defensive 50 exits is gonna be it because mm. i felt like that was probably the weakest part last week and you think about Geelong, well, you know, they're one of the top teams. So they're going to be, they're at least going to be getting it in there a fair bit. Yes. So we're going to need, want to be able to get out of there. But no, so, but therefore I'm going to say, no, I think we can help. <laughs> I think we can limit the supply of them getting down there. Mm. And that's going to, and that's going to be from midfield dominance. And especially with Hewitt not there, it's like, if I can take us winning set of clearances right now, woo, uh, happily. Yeah, look, it's. I feel like I'm very similar. I'm very similar to you, and oh, I'll almost mate. it'll 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 start off a bit fence city, and then don't you worry about it. But if I was able to, if I was able to maybe change defensive fifty exits as just like transitioning the ball, in I was going to say the same thing. That would 100% be like that. That's uh, it. But in, in fairness, that's kind of everything. It's the forward fifty craft as well because you're moving it in there. Because I think that's yeah. the issue, us moving the ball efficiently anywhere around the park. But because it's just D50 exits, as far as that is definitely a big area for improvement, something we need to be doing. I kind of agree with you. If we just win it from the source to start mm. with, win those center clearances, win the stoppage clearances, do all that, you win at the coalface, you tend to do better in the game. We know that that's our bread and butter. Get that ball moving forward. Get That gets yeah. it in quick to the big tools. Kind of agree with you. It gets your hands on the football first and yeah that's our game plan our game plan is center clearances if there's a key to winning the way we want to play or seemingly want to play i agree with Mm. you it is the center clearances but i mean again let us know your thoughts if you're listening to this one drop it in the comments question any socials at navy blue corner um but yes team changes Lockie. yeah before before hearing the lineup before hearing it before it got announced what changes would you have made if you were in charge? This is the fun part, and then we can dissect it yeah. all afterwards. Um, well, knowing that Dirds was going to be healthy, I think he yeah. is always to come straight in. So if there was going to be no injuries, I probably would have done a straight swap him for Owies. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's the only change I would have made. Mm-hmm. Um because if I think about the other options, it would be bringing Pitt in for TDK. Um, you know, I was happy enough with TDK last week. Happy enough where I'm happy to give him another go. Even though at the start of the season, mm. I felt like Pitt was number one. I'm, I'm happy to run that back one more. Yeah. I don't know who else it would be. Maybe you're going to do the pitches. Like, I know who it could yeah, be. I got a few. <laughs> but but they, don't, they don't get me too excited. What about mm. you? Yes, definitely my first one was... Durden in, always out. Similar kind of defensive player. Obviously, the upside's there with Durden. Always happy for that one. Next one is I want Pitt in there. I want the, okay. the dual rucks over what we're currently doing. Maybe my opinion's changing slightly, but I definitely want Pitt in there. Definitely. So I think okay. Martin comes out for me after his performance where he's just man. nowhere. He was, yeah. You've I, betrayed he, he your man. I know, but I don't know. It's it's so hard to continue this Jack Martin roller coaster. It's hard to. I'm with you. I feel like I'm I'm on every week and then I'm off the week after. Yeah, he just didn't offer enough. Yep. And let's bring in the ruckman that we know can get the job done. 
that's a change. And then the last one's maybe controversial, maybe a little controversial. But I do like Lockie O'Brien in this side. Those last few minutes, I think Mm -hmm. we saw what he does offer us. Even that one where the umpire like called him back, but he did that beautiful switch and just, you know, went on the opposite side of the ground, like a 50 meter kick. Umpire makes him call it back. But that was something that we didn't get a lot of. Even in the VFL game, weirdly, um, the word is that we were switching the ball. That was like a priority. That was what we were intending to do quite often, Mm. move the play, change the angles. And he's someone that can do that. I like the run. Last year, we loved playing the three wingers. We saw some good from Ollie Hollands. Not enough that I drop, not any bad enough that I would drop him. Yep. But not enough that I'm 100% sold right now. So I like the idea of an mm. O'Brien being in there to help out and keep some run into that team. And really, there's probably only one person that for me kind of makes sense dropping him out of that, which is an Ed Kerno, who I wasn't super impressed. Saw that coming. If you, if you want to switch run with run, but someone that can kick, because if we want to play this, this chopping through, this short movement to cut through Geelong, I think you want your best kicker in there. And for me, that's O'Brien. I'd make those three changes. That would be mine. But yeah, let us know your thoughts as well, all the people listening. Dan, the big one is Georgie Boy. (sighs) He's hurt the hand, hurt the thumb, whatever it could be. Not a lot of details on this one. A lot of Twitter rumors throughout the day. A lot of murmurings. He's obviously out. Mm. The change is Corey Durden in for him. You obviously put Durden in for Owie. So if Hewitt had to be omitted from that team with the changes you currently had, what would you have done? Would, does it, would that change your thinking with any of them or is someone coming straight swap for him? I probably would, would have brought O'Brien in then. I think okay. I, I don't I don't love the Durden, Owies and Motlop. It just doesn't yeah. sit super well with me. So... I wouldn't be saying O'Brien's coming in because he's going to be taking all the CBAs um, that George was would be, would be yeah. playing, um, but I think he would be my my first in. Mm, see, I I weirdly I don't know. Do you? My first thought was Paddy Dow. Paddy bloody wow! Does he get another go at it? He could have done much more, kicking kicking four goals there. I don't. I just don't like the idea of we've already lost a mid rotation in Sam Walsh out of the team. You yeah. wanted to kind of put Doherty in there, but because of some injuries to the defense and maybe not being able to back Cowan in 100% to just take those sort of Zach Williams minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. Doherty has to play the split. So then mm-hmm. I don't know who else is getting those CBAs. And maybe the answer is Fisher. Fish. Maybe it's Jack Martin. But taking one of your big ball-winning midfielders out there. I know Ed can probably go in there as well, but obviously I'd maybe wanted him out. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a Paddy Dow from that four goal performance and seeing what he can do. It just, it always, I understand you can move the magnets around. It always just weeds me out a bit where we don't make like for like changes for the one mm. thing of it's like, well, what, what is our game plan then? And maybe this is reading into it way too much, but surely you have like a, this is the ideal scenario. And then if someone's out, it's next man up rather than heaps of magnets. But maybe that's just, we don't have the depth for what Vossi is wanting to do there. I don't know. I guess yeah. I'm not completely sold on yeah. it, but it just feels weird to remove probably our, one of our best ball meeting, winning mids. And it's like Ed Kerner win. It doesn't, I don't love it. Yeah. I, I, I definitely see your points around, like for like and structure, but it would be like it would be strange to me if we were playing Dow, playing Dow, 
and Jack Martin wasn't playing. Like, even though I'm not high on that man mm. and they're very different, it's like, yeah, I just think Dow is so far gone now. Like, I know he kicked four goals yeah. in a VFL practice game, but mm. man, I think I think it's basically curtains, really. I don't, and I think this is an indication of that. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely I see so. your points, but I think I'm I'm happy to give Fish a, a bigger opportunity after quite mm. a disappointing yeah. game last week. Um, I hadn't thought about Martin having some. That mm. so played good. played a played a lot of midfield minutes in that VFL game he played a few weeks ago. Got himself in into the game a bit more. Got that touch. Yeah. I know we always seem to discuss it, and then we kind of go, eh, I don't know, but yeah. it's an option. It is an option at least where we've got someone that has at times been fine through there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, but apart from that, I guess, what did you, we kind of alluded to it a bit, but what did you make when you heard that the only change was George Hewitt out, Durden in? Were you surprised at all that no one else came in that it always didn't come out. You sort of mentioned that you don't love mm. that forward mix of heaps of those smalls. Definitely considering how bad all the smalls played together. Is that a concern? Yeah. Uh, it's it's a concern for sure. Um, I wasn't super surprised. Like I think one, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think sometimes you and I differ is that I err on less changes um, yes. rather than more. So I'm, I'm always happy when I don't see a whole lot mm. of disruption. Um Obviously, it was a surprise that <laughs> Hewitt was injured. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. happy to eat my words, but I'm, just, I'm trying to think of like, it, can we? Th- can you think of a notable performance in the last year where the three smalls has worked? Like all three smalls have had a good game. Mm. I know that's a lot to yeah. ask for, but yeah, there's probably one. There's probably one game out there, but I don't. Doesn't stick out in my mind, which is maybe the yeah. the telling part. I've definitely always liked. Get two of them, and then I hate to say his name, but like what you hope Jack Martin kind of is, and what you hope Zach Fisher yeah. are those guys who can push a bit higher up the ground and influence it there, like the Silvani pushing up that kind of mix rather than that small pressure kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, hmm, it's an interesting one. But given the other non the non selection of Mark Pitnett, we've discussed it yes. slightly. Um, what did you make of that mm. non-selection and how are you kind of feeling about De Koning just rucking by himself? I know you didn't want to just make this the switch, but let's say you know yeah. they just they brought someone else out and, and you had the two. I don't know because there's also the flow and effect of the Silvani now having to ruck again, uh-huh. which we both said on the Richmond review we didn't love. So yeah, what did you make of us not bringing in Pitt again and TDK being the the main kind of ruckman? I don't really know what to make of just how they're feeling internally about, mm. about them. Like Vossi said in his presser that something like if, if he's happy, if we get what we got from decoding last week, every week. So it's like, yeah, well, it's not a super high bar to set for your Ruckman. Like we, yeah. at times we felt like Pitt can be one of the most elite tap guys in the whole mm. league. So, I mean, in the, in our, off-season previews, I was an advocate for the double rucks. Um, so, and I still, I'm, I'm still mm. not um, crossing it out either. So yeah. if they had, if they had done that and say done your selection and drop Martin, I'd be like, yeah, why not? Let's mm. expose Geelong in a weak point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. I, 
I, I'm starting to at least... Oh, I want Pin and Ed in there, so I guess if they're playing TDK, I'm just warming up to the play two of them. And a few people have discussed almost playing De Koning as a bit more of a kind of like high, high half forward in a way, kind of pushing up, being a bit more of a leading option out. We know mm. he's quite good at that, being a bit more of a link player. In, in a way, we've kind of talked about a Silvani, which I don't mind. And I guess you, you kind of alluded to having... An extra tall down there. Tom Stewart isn't in that team. So can you kind of exploit yeah. it with a bit of height, get a bit of separation from the three? But I just, I don't know. Having Pitonet in there seems like a must, knowing that we kind of rate him as a better Ruckman. It's more physical. Midfield seems to do better when he's in there. Deconin competes hard, but he's just not there yet. And I think we see the best of we see the best of Deconin when he's that second, when he's able to come in later in a game when the other Ruckman has been worn down a little bit more and he uses his athleticism. This combination of, of a Reece Stanley is definitely better for deconing than a Nankervis, but yes. I don't know. It, it, I think the flow and effect of it now is, uh, if you look at my best 22, I said, yes, yeah, Silvani, make him the second Ruck, but man, the more I see of it, I just like mm. never want to see Silvani in the Ruck again. It is, It just feels de- detrimental to his performances now. He's not offering enough in the ruck. He's not offering enough anywhere else. Seems to hurt his flow in the game. He's getting battered. We need that forward connection. We need someone down there kicking goals, adding to the pressure, being that link, helping transition. Having sauce in the ruck, that's hurting that part of our game. And I feel like the solution is the second ruckman. I'm hoping that it's maybe that Pitt's not 100%, but I don't know if if he's healthy, it's concerning in my eyes could we uh see a late in could could be some mind games would you like to see those mind games pit in ed kerno sub i mean honestly as long as it's not one of our good players like really maybe that's maybe it's a drive-by i didn't mean to happen but like as long as it's not crips it's not one of the big stars (laughs) if we make a late change i'm not going to be too upset okay let's manifest it yeah but but Speaking of the sub, you gave me a little bit of a segue there, and that's unreal because I haven't sent you a run sheet. I am doing this blind for you. Uh, I get to see everything, which is great. I like having a bit more control. But who is the sub for you this week? The emergencies have been named, so you can't can't throw out anyone else in there. It has to be at the moment. One of Josh Honey, Lockie O'Brien, Mark Pittenet, maybe he's the super sub Ruckman, uh, or Lockie Plowman. Who is your sub out of those guys? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think O'Brien's just a no-brainer. Um, mm. ugh, Pitt would be a yucky sub. That would not. <laughs> that would not make my. That's ultimate I'm not, mind game. I'm not manifesting that. I tell you that much. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, that would. I would just the scenes of the, this big, gigantor of a man warming up on the bench, getting ready to come on, doing some sprints <sighs> on the Back side. Pocket. Would be, Oh yeah, not ideal. Well, it's a weird actually. It's a weird now one. That I, yeah, we don't have, now that I yeah. say it, maybe it is okay. Because if, well, if we're advocating <laughs> but if we're advocating for the two, like if you throw out whoever's gonna get injured, like if it's a forward, well then mm-hmm. you've got your you've got your dual rucks then basically. That's like your Martin out or whatever. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously we're, obviously he's yeah. not gonna just take the position of bloody Nick Newman in the back pocket. It would mean we'd have to reshuffle, but no, nah, look, I'm trying to talk myself into it. I don't like it. It's going to be O'Brien. No, it's not. It's going to be Ed Kerno, and Pitt's going to be a late in. 
I've already last quarter, first bounce. It's Paddy Cripps. <laughs> it's TDK. It is Adam Chera and big Brad Pitts in there too. And we've gone I mean, the two giants. Who's taking the ruck? You don't know. <laughs> They've whispered it in the umpire's ear, so he knows who's nominating. But the opposition doesn't know. New strategy. That's, oh, yeah. that. <laughs> I think it's it has to be O'Brien. The only other one I'd yeah. contemplate is a Josh Honey, just because mm. of adds maybe something more in the forward half of things. But if you want leg speed, if you want something, it's O'Brien. But I kind of am looking at the the players we have available and it doesn't fill with a lot of confidence that any of these guys, that massive impact player, it's just, yeah, none of them are none of them are perfect. They interestingly, could you I know he's not there, but could you have had like a, a Paddy Dow type, a more running midfielder, like inside midfielder to change things up? Like you bring in a fresh mid to yeah. win some clearances and do those things. Is that an option you kind of want to see at any stage? Say that Ed Kerno, if he was, that you, you're you kind of alluding to, mm. if there's a laid out? It's hard for me to get excited about the sub with the guy with the guys that are there. Yeah. Like maybe I'll, I'll feel more excited about it when we've got a bit more health. Mm. Like, yeah, I guess so. Wow, that's so exciting. Get Paddy <laughs> Dow in there for a quarter. Like, We know. need our super we, sub we back. Such we need such a hater, but... We need the super sub back. Matty Cottrell, we are praying for you to come back. The greatest sub yes. that there's ever been in the AFL. There you go. And now we can we don't now we don't need an injury anytime. He's out there. That's the one. But look, yeah. Lockie. Mate. We've got to hear from our listeners. I want some questions. And look, I did some preamble last time I did a, a fan question. There's another one here, and this is we want this match build up. We don't know what it's going to be yet. This is a new fresh concept. <laughs> Very malleable. Can do whatever we want. But the idea is we want to get you guys involved a lot into this, which is why we're asking mm-hmm. the fan questions. And I almost kind of want to make these episodes, 90% of it is fan questions. So we're thinking about maybe even trying to go live with these, if that's possible, if we're Bang. both available on like the night teams are announced or at some stage throughout the week to discuss everything. So let us know if that is something that you're interested in. Obviously, It'll be live on YouTube and then after the fact, it'll be on YouTube later if you're not available available to listen to it live on all streaming services. So don't worry, you're not going to have to miss it at any stage. But it's just a way that we can answer your questions throughout the whole thing, interact with you and make you feel a bit more a part of the show, which is something we always love to do. Um, but yeah, send us a message at Navy Blue Corner, tweet at us, whatever you want, reply in the comments to this YouTube video. But yes, that is my preamble again. Lockie, hit me with some fan questions. <laughs> I love it. I always love the preamble. Um, look, reading through these as always, we always have such great synergy. Yeah, with the with the listeners. So a lot of this stuff we've talked about. So I'm going to expect you to just give us some some straight answers. But I'll start off with Adrian, um, who received his navy blue corner merch yes. over the last day. We love so. to see it. There's still a couple got... of larges left. Uh, NavyBlueCorner.BigCartel.com, <sighs> I believe, is it? Dang. If it's not, it'll be in the link and the show notes. Get yourself a tea. There's like two larges left. Come on, mate. Fit into it. Let's get it. Let's get mate, it. Mate, see, now I have to say, I've drilled into you so much about the promo and the all that. You're now doing it like an absolute champion, <laughs> not doing it an hour and a half into the show. I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of you, mate. That's growth. The, the abuse and the uh, real hard lines. <laughs> thing it seems to work people don't like it these days but maybe you need a little bit of a stern talking to every now and then you give me a bad rap mate people are gonna <laughs> meet me out in the out in the wild they're gonna be like oh wow and you're I, so mean I, awful i thought guy. you were gonna be so mean like ian says <laughs> um all right 
Adrian, can we spin this draw into a positive? Consider... Oh, can we... Whoa! Wow. Well done, <laughs> mate. This is staying in. We're out. not cutting that. We're not cutting this out. Let me just... Uh, I'm not wearing my glasses because I don't like to wear them on the pod. Can is we this spin Andre this draw... Andre Gianfania here? How many chances would you like at this one? <laughs> can we spin this draw into a positive when you consider how we've always had a terrible percentage in past years? Now it takes percentage out of the equation when gunning for finals and ladder positioning. How's that for an optimistic take? Very optimistic. Maybe I'm <laughs> negative. Okay, maybe I'm dumb, actually. Maybe I'm dumb. Could you please explain to me, because I don't understand oh, no. it necessarily. Everyone has been like, well, this takes the percentage out of it. Could you please explain to me how? Because I feel like I'm dumb. Yeah. No, I'm not really that sure either. I'm not going to try and do math for you right here. And this isn't this isn't me potting Adrian because he's because I I understand the idea in theory, but like if we then lose a bunch of games by heaps, oh, then like the percentage yeah. will not factor in. It's obviously it's good it's a at that level, but then also like I get the two points, but then if we're two points under, then we still miss out. So I don't truly understand that concept completely, but I'm also not the smartest mathematical man. Oh. I struggled with further maths. So I mean let's Okay. Yeah. Now I kind of get now Play I on me, now I get it more. Now I get it more than I did. I thought yeah, okay. I thought that was going down a different route. But it's like saying, yeah, we're basically not going to have to our percentage won't matter because we're either going to be half win or half a Yeah, okay. Well, sure. so. Maybe it is good. Well, I think yeah. the, the question there actually, the positivity, I think there is positivity in the for me in just the way of like we didn't play well. Yes. We didn't lose. We got some points. Does help us if in little bits in those percentage things gives us a bit of a point of difference on some of the other teams. I think there is a positive to be drawn that, and maybe this is what Vossi was kind of alluding to that I had a bit of a crack at, but we played so poorly. We didn't like really anything from that performance, but we didn't yeah. get back. We didn't lose. We were able to still be in a position to win that game with a few minutes to go. You can look at that as a positive, and maybe we need it to lead into this game. Yep. Sure. Love. I feel like we need a, I feel like we need a nickname for this man because he's getting in the question every week now. Oh, here we go. Become the new Timmy Dub. But Mick Cerevolo. So Oh, we need I'll, something. I'll, I'll read the oh, question. You're good with then. the nicknames. You coined oh, Brad Pitt. Oh, I'm I'm expecting a lot for you. La this is a good question. And this is a real Ian question, I feel. Right, Last year Geelong didn't have Tom Stewart mm. and it didn't make a major difference. So how do we look to expose it this year? It's a real like Ian tactical oh. structural game plan, game plan question. God. That is a bloody good question. Bloody good question. And uh, what's, Mick, what's Mickey's nickname as well? I've got nothing. I'm not good with nicknames. See, this is the issue. This is the biggest issue with nicknames. I was yeah. never given one. And I think that that's hurt me with nicknames because my last name huh. is already pre-nicknamed in Brownie. So yeah. it's like, that's all anyone ever called me. I was too boring really to really I... get anything fun nicknames, really. Um, yeah, IB. Yeah, we so I've, really str- did, so I've we? struggled. I've struggled to really then, because no one's really given me one. Really gauge how to how you give someone else a nickname. But we'll we'll think about it. If anyone in the comments has got a good one, let us know because uh, he needs one. We need. We Mate, need you should you should have told me that when when we were younger. I didn't realize you had such anguish over <laughs> it's the, a, the lack of nickname. It's, it's a bit. Of, it's <laughs> it's a childhood trauma, and we're bringing it up live oh. on pod. Bit of you think this is therapy? It certainly is. Leave leave that with <laughs> me. I'll, I'll come next week. I'll come with. Uh, a couple of um, pictures okay. for you. 
I'm hoping there's a powerful presentation like. too. That is what I yeah. want to see. But back to the question. All right. Now you give me time to think, and I still haven't got much. But yeah, last year didn't. <laughs> last year it was pretty frustrating. We didn't really exploit it, but it's it's almost part of a bigger issue. I don't feel like we truly exploit what we have in those two forwards. Mm. We need to. We just we need separation at times. We need to isolate, which we don't tend to do. There always seems to be multiple defenders on our one yeah. key forward. It's rarely a one on one, and when it is. Mate, they win it every single time or they draw the free kick. It is rare that these two in Charlie and Harry lose those one-on-one battles. For me, it's getting separation and then you don't have to worry about a a deconing coming over the top or anything like that. You can really exploit the guys that are out there. And then just forward entries. Get it in quick but efficiently, not just a long bomb in on, on top of their heads. And yeah, I think just moving. Movement will allow the separation and that's how we can exploit mm. it which we didn't last year it, it was pretty stagnant stagnant oh. ball movement and yeah probably just one more i feel like i'm just naming everything we need to do no, in general good. but good. if we win it more at the source then we're able to get that ball in there more and i thought last year a midfield lost the battle so if we can win it this year that just adds to it but yeah mm. i'll go separation do you have anything oh. interesting for that one of how we can no, actually no. exploit the loss of a, of a tom stewart for geelong Mate, you're getting this all wrong. This is this is your segment. This is your time to shine. Don't worry. I'll be jumping in if I have any good takes. This is where I put you under the microscope. <laughs> Josh Alb. Josh A-L-B. Um, I, I'll, I'm thinking about this as like a looking back on the win once we're doing the pod next week. What won the game for us? Was it the back line strangling the Geelong forwards or was it our forwards breaking out and kicking away? Is it going to be a dominant forward line mm. or dominant back line that's going to give it to us? If you're you, de- get off that fence. No, get no, down. I'm not on the fence. I'm on get my- down. <laughs> Spray me with the water bottle. Get me off that fence. Uh, I feel it's a dumb answer to the question, but it's it's forwards. We okay. kick a big score. We like you kick more goals than the opposition. You win the game. Like that's my that beautiful, works. intelligent analysis. But it's. How do I word this? How do I word this without sounding like an idiot? If we like, if, if if there's a forward dominance, it feels like there's a midfield dominance, which stems to more things. And then that, okay. the way we're getting it out of defense for me, it's like that transitional part. If the forwards are doing well and we're getting it into them, every other facet's working well. Whereas just because we're winning the defensive battle and not letting them score in a way like we did last week, if all the other things aren't working, we're not being able to put enough score on the board. So I think. The opposite of last week, nail the forward stuff, and hopefully if the defense is just fine, you get mm. the win. Love. Love, love, love. I'm just taking in all these questions here. We're going to have we're gonna have one more question and one comment. Comment from Damien. Nope. Not really a question, but we need to capitalize on Harry and Charlie with Geelong having holes in defense. Yes. And we also need a massive lift from our smalls. <laughs> and then he's pulled out a few of them and then also Mr. Invisible Jack Martin. Which... <laughs> Maybe we go to that's good. That's for your that's... nickname. Because... Yes. Oh, please. That's a good one. I'm writing that down. Mr. Invisible. Um, that's a good one. Let me, yeah. I'll reply to Damien and see what he can come up um, with for you. Um, yeah. Go, so, and tell me who it's going to be. I, I guess I kind of already have an answer myself. Who, who would yeah. it be out of those smalls that you think is most likely to have a kind of impactful game for us? 
I hate that. I was literally writing down. I was like, oh, I have a good question for Lockie, maybe about asking nah. about the small. So I hate that you've already thought the same thing. You're welcome. Out of all of them, oh, like I want to fence it on two players. It's hard. It's hard. As far as, okay, as far as small forwards, give me Jesse Motlop. Highlight yeah. real man. Have a massive one. The, the, the fence it answer would have been like a, like a Zach Fisher because of what he can do in the midfield. Because I think if Zach mm. Fisher's having a good one, that means the ball's moving well. Like I, I mentioned in our like review of the Richmond game, like the four touches he had, like all yeah. score involvement, he was moving it. But as far as mm. if we get a small forward to do well in that forward 50, it's Jesse Motlop. I feel like he's that excitement factor. I just I think about, you know, the the goal against um like I know a couple of losing games with that goal against St. Kilda sparks things up, goal against yeah, Sydney, yeah. goal against Collingwood, oh, it gets you up and about yeah. and going. So I think that yeah. Give me Jesse every day. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's it's dirt for me. I think. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love that he can act as that bit of a connector and get up the ground. Mm. And I feel like he's the most reliable for goals as well out of yep. out of those guys. So happy with that. Love it. And then wrapping it up, here we go. Clarence Worley. Would another draw be disastrous or simply annoying? Would you take a draw Ooh. right now? If you ask me right now, would I take it? I, I don't think it's to not answer his question. I think it's neither. I would one. This is. I would one hundred percent take a draw right now. Uh huh. I would take a draw. Is that a bad answer? Is that me not holding the team to account, saying we need to beat these well, teams? But I don't know. I'm very worried about. I'm confident, weirdly, strangely, that we'll get the win too. against Geelong. But oh. if I could just bank two points now and say we've won. Technically, like one out of the two first. That's game. how I was going to say. I'd love that, but I don't know if you look at it the way of if we've bottled another victory and it's become a draw. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I'll flip reverse it and then I'll answer it for you. Go ahead. If Go it's a draw, reverse. you know, yeah. If it's a fuck, I can't even remember what I was trying to ask you. This is no good. Oh, yeah, if it is, <laughs> I've lost the plot. I've lost the plot, mate. But yeah, it's if late. it's a if it's a draw. But we've absolutely bottled it. Mm. Would you be Would you be okay with that? Oh, I don't think. Oh, that's that's actually a really good question because I also would probably just take a draw right now. Mm. Because I, I agree with your logic. We we would have taken one. We would have taken four points from these two games at the start of the yeah. season. I think against two Which is acceptable. top four teams as acceptable. Oh, another bottling though. Oh boy. I'm not sure I could take another bottling. Yeah. I reckon I'd rather see it play out than just take a, a bottling draw right now. Let's let's back him in. Reckon they can get it done. You, you did you watch the Pies Cats game? Yes, I did. I did. They they didn't fill me with a whole like they looked good at stages, I thought, mm. but I'm really I, I'm I was way more scared of them going into last year's game than I am this year. I, I don't know, mm. especially with Stewart out. I, I, I'm not sure what the big kind of threats are, especially if we, God, touch wood, get some good weather on Thursday. I don't want it to be oh, like yeah. last year. It's not looking good. It's looking wet, I believe. Is that right? Last oh. time I saw it. Feel free to get the weather app for me here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah go ahead. And, and, and look at that. But Yeah, it's going to rain. Yeah, yeah. It's. Oh, I kind of agree with you. Like watching it and seeing them lose, makes them feel 
no longer like unbeatable. Like you've seen a way you can beat Geelong. So obviously mm. it, it, it's going to take a really good effort, but it kind of makes you go, okay, if we're at our best here, let's get it done. They're not invincible. Yeah. And that kind of excites 100%. me. Yeah, we'll get it done. 100%. Now, last question before we get on to the footy tipping, which we've got to do our live tips as well. We did them last week. It's going to be a, a weekly segment on this. The last question is, and it's pretty simple, what is the key, all the keys, to winning this game against Geelong? We've touched on multiple things, and we've kind of alluded to it in certain points, but how how, how are you beating Geelong? Oh, I haven't prepared like a snappy response to this. I'm going to go with no passengers. Yep. You like that answer? That's good. Yeah, I, I do. That is a good, good one. No, I, I think if actually... we can, we, I think we'll win and we'll look back and we'll go, wow, everybody contributed. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I, asking this question now, hearing that response makes me want to hear more from people. So please, for that question in yeah. particular, Drop it like in the comments, it. tweet at us, Instagram, Facebook, The Ben Keys want. of the week. Yes, the Ben Keys to winning. That is it. But for me, it is, it's fast movement of the football. And alluding yeah. to what we just said about Collingwood and how they ran over Geelong, we know that they're not the fastest team. We know we need to get that ball into that forward line quick, exploit not having Tom Stewart there, being able to dominate in defense. If we move the ball yep. fast, like we've seen when we're at our best, I'm thinking I'm getting flashbacks to that Sydney quarter where we piled on about eight goals. I'm seeing the best of Carlton that we saw last year, those quick handball chains, quick movement, quick kicking, get those the best ball users with the hands in the footy. And yeah, mm. it is fast movement for me. Do that and you will Love run it. over Geelong. It'll feel like that game in like 2010 or whenever it was at the G, sunny day on on Monday, I think it was Easter Monday. Get that Jeez. done for me again, please. Chris Yarrow, get him years out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved it. Feels like yesterday. It does. Time has gone by fast. But let's go quick fire. Now I can throw you, you know, into the into the hot seat. Let's oh, go Carlton v. Geelong, and I need your margin. Who are we going, Lucky? Oh, what did we say last week? We settled on 13 as the margin, didn't we? Something like we that. Run that back. Who are we going? 48 Blues by 13. Blues, Blues by 13. By... Yeah. Can you tip the draw? Is that allowed? Can... <laughs> Is oh, that don't you dare put that in the universe. Actually, actually, I've got to give, we didn't give him a shout out. He almost could have gone into the Hall of Fame. And if he honestly, oh, yes. If he does it this, okay, there was a couple of people. I almost need to find the tweet. There was a man as well um, that did predict the draw. But what's got me excited for this game is big Paul Sebastiani, Paolo. He, he predicted the draw. Almost got the bloody scores correct. I think he said 58 to 58, but there was like, it got, sorry, he said 88 to 88, but like oh. the goals, the goals, he had the eight from the 58, but then the goals by each team were eight. So we've seen eights. So he had a lot going on there. He has said, and he has, and he has predicted, he has predicted from well and truly before the season has started that we would, he said we wouldn't win the first week, but we'd, but we'd get on and we'd beat Geelong. He was confident. So if that man can predict a big win for us and potentially even get the the score right, he's getting inducted mm. straight in. So everyone oh, get on Colton with whatever Paolo said was the winning margin. That's the one. I almost need to find it and backtrack. But next game, let's try and go quick fire because I'm not good with quick fire. I preamble too much. But no, Brisbane... I'm interrupting again. I'm interrupting yep. already. Just seen a tweet Gavin. from 
out. No, absolutely not. I'm looking at something more important. Mark oh, Alvey, yes. our man, he reckons Martin laid out and Pitt will come in. And I just want to say that I said this before Ooh. I saw this tweet. So we're on the same wavelength, Mark and I. Now, now it's gathering some steam. I'm feeling it. Pitt's going to play. Um, Gee, if that does happen, that is absolutely huge. Um, yes, sorry. I found it. I found it. The man that needs a oh, shout out. Also predicting a draw, which was insane. At, at 4.51 p.m. that day, he predicted yeah. it. It is. I'm going to butcher the last name, so apologies. Let, send me a video on how to pronounce it. I'm no good with him. But it was Luke <laughs> Pescari. I believe that is how you pronounce that one. Big Pasca. Yeah. Big Luke. Well done. That was unbelievable. Um, but yes, Brisbane v way. Melbourne at the Gabba. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that Brisbane are underdogs. I, I'm, I want to mm. back them in at home. Bounce back. Come on. You're embarrassed. Yeah. Look, they always seem to win up there at the Gabba. So I'm happy to happy to go for that. 0-2 would not be good um, for my bit of a flutter I have on them for winning the flag if the baggers don't get up. Uh, next one, Collingwood v Port. And the Horn Francis. Mm, the Koshy Cup. Yep. I'm going to go. Elvis go drives, I think. Yeah, unfortunately. Plus, going to win the flag, mate. Don't know if you heard. Yuck. Uh, Adelaide v. Richmond. What do you reckon? Uh, I don't like either. Can I, I'd back yeah. the draw in for that one if I could. Uh, you get a, ta- a, a take of Richmond draw for every game. For every game, time. and then afterwards, he's a genius. Yeah, uh, I, I think, think I'm going Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Uh, doggy Sainers. Oh, dogs. Saints dogs. are yuck. Frio versus Harry Sheasel and LDU. Oh. What's this? This is the, the Peter Bell Cup. It's Optus. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be the Dockers. Got to be the Dockers. The Swannies v. Hawthorne. The Josh Kennedy. $8 the Hawks. Uh, Buddy Franklin Cup. Yes. Gee, how good would that be? Hawks winning this somehow. No, yeah, Errol Gordon, no. 160 super coach. Please. Essendon v Gold Coast. Oh, it's the two meter Peter championship. He's oh. not out there to play. Disappointing. Should we oh. should we swerve? Is this oh. is this our upset? They're the so coasters? they're so cocky after beating Hawthorne. But Gold Coast were not. I know. Good. Your man Flanders. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling saucy. Let's back in the coasters. Let's get it done. Uh, West Coast and GWS to wrap things up. Who has played for these? This is our. This is this is just about the winner of this. You know. I know. Finish on the bottom for you. I think. Have you got a? Well, mate, Giants are probably going to be two and zero. I'm. Yeah. So I'm probably going to say them. Yeah. Too easy. We've submitted our tips. That is it. it. Lock those in. Locked and loaded. But look, that is it for our round two Geelong match build-up show. Let's hope the baggers show a lot more than they did last week and come home with the chocolates. I'm keen to talk about a win next week. But that's it. Go Blues. See you guys next time.